Hey family, it's so good to see you. I've been uh, back there looking online and I see so many of you have joined us today. Um, I think there are about 90 people on the line. Uh, if you haven't, click the share button already. We want you to do that now. Click the share button because we believe that this word is going to be a powerful word. And, I, you know, I, I remember um, dreaming about as a, as a young preacher, you know, preaching to the masses and going to different cities and preaching to packed out houses around the country. Uh, but today, uh, I, I go back to the most simplistic form of ministry. And that is just preaching in front of two people in my face. But I'm also uh, blessed uh, that virtually I'm preaching to the whole world today. And so I thank God for that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach as if I have a room full of people. So we're excited that you joined us today. Now, I also want to share with you before we go into the Word that nothing we're doing today uh, is because we're operating out of fear. There's no fear in us at all. And if anybody knows anything about my story, uh, my family story over the past uh, year or so, you know uh, that we believe God over anything. And we've seen the hand of God do miraculous things. So uh, what, what we're doing today has nothing to do with fear. It has everything to do with faith. And I'm going to give you a word today that's going to prove my point. So we're thankful to God that you're here. And I want you to go ahead and share uh, real quickly. If you haven't already shared, and we're going to get right into it. <clears throat> Um, I'm going to be preaching a word from Isaiah 40. And this is a very familiar passage of scripture. If you've heard me preach before, you've heard me um, uh, uh, mention this scripture many, many times. And it's one of the foundational scriptures of my life. It's one of the foundational scriptures of my life. It, it, it's something that I can almost quote. And when I read it to you, you're going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. But it's the scripture that really blesses me. Uh, takes me back to the foundation of my relationship with God. And I really do believe that in times like this, we need to go back to the old foundation, man, that that that, that thing, that, that scripture, that prayer, that hymn, that song um, that brought us close to God. And so when, I've been going, when I go through my most difficult times in life, this is a particular scripture right here that I can rest assured will give me all the confidence I need uh, to get up, try again, and to live the best life I could possibly live. Isaiah chapter number 40, here's what it says. In verse number 28, it said, Has thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Father, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. I hope you're listening to this. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, I hope you're hearing this, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Here's what I want to preach today. God always makes a way. Amen. Some of y'all type that in right now. <laughs> Man, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling y'all, do. Type that in. Type that in on the screen. Just type it in. God always makes a way. And maybe, maybe you can't type it, but there are at least 20 people on this line right now who can testify. God has always made a way. Let me tell you something. In spite of what's going on in the world today, you need to know that God is in complete control. He's in complete control. God, God, nothing that happens on the face of the planet that God hasn't ever seen before. 
God's, God's seen uh, widespread uh, uh, pandemics before. He, he see, he's seen all of this type of stuff before. And there's no reason for us to be afraid. God is in complete control. He's in complete control. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, he always makes a way. And there are some of you, you, you haven't typed it in yet, but you're going you're gonna to be a blessing to somebody this morning. Come on, come on, let that be your testimony. God always makes a way and make it personal. He always makes a way for me. Always makes a way for me. Here's what I want to talk about. I want to I want to talk about you know this this idea that you know you know because you know we didn't do church. I got to just be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. There were several people who reached out to me and um, they said, Pastor, you, you're operating in fear. You know, if God has uh, told you to do something. Just do it. Have church X Y Z. But 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 here's what I tell people, man. Faith. Listen at this very carefully. Listen at this very carefully. Faith not only gives you what you need to face giants, faith also gives you what you need to escape them. You just missed a real good place to shout. I wish three of y'all just put hearts up there if you understood and appreciate what I just said. Faith, faith not only gives you the, what you need to stand in front of giants, faith also gives you what you need to escape them. Which was the case for a man by the name of Elijah, a prophet of God, in 1 Kings chapter number 19. You remember this story, don't you? Uh, uh, Ahab, Ahab told Jezebel that King Ahab told his wife Jezebel that Elijah had killed uh, off the prophets, 450 of them. You remember this? Ahab had witnessed the power of God. He had witnessed what, 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 what God had done through Elijah, and he tells Jezebel what he's done. And when he tells Jezebel what he's done, she gets angry. She gets angry, and she gets so angry that in verse number two, Jezebel sends a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I not make your life as the life of one of those that you kill by tomorrow this time. In other words, she puts a death warrant on his life. She tells him, watch this, she tells Elijah, because you killed my prophets, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure yours are dead. I'm going to make sure you are dead. And I'm going to do it by this time tomorrow. Listen, you remember this story? On Mount Carmel, on Mount Carmel, on Mount Carmel, there was a showdown. There was a showdown between the prophets of Baal and Elijah, God's prophet. And of course, God showed himself mighty on Mount Carmel. But when he comes down off of the mountain, he's faced with another trial. He's faced with another trial. And, and, and here's the thing. Jezebel... Make, uh, Jezebel makes this promise, listen at this, to kill him. She has this plot to kill him. She said, by this time tomorrow. Watch this. Here's what, here's what God is saying today. There's one, it's one thing when you face an enemy and you know the plots and the plans of the enemy. But do you not know that nothing, not even the plots and the plans of the enemy trumps what God has planned for your life? And I got to tell somebody on this line today, man, you've been, you've been focused too much. You've been focused too much on what everybody else is doing around you and not focused enough on what God is doing on the inside of you. Do you not know that if God has a plan for your life, it doesn't matter who has a plot for you? When God has a plan for your life, you better believe with everything in you that God will make a way. I don't care what they do to you on your job. If God be for you, 
who can be against you. But something happens in this text that blows my mind. Something strange happens because here's what happens. When, when Elijah gets word that Jezebel wants to kill him, look at what he does. He doesn't run to her face. He runs away from her. <laughs> Listen to what I said. He, 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 but matter of fact, verse, verse 3 says, and when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life. Now, there are a lot of people in scripture who's, who, who might say, who read this scripture, who might say he was a coward. He put his tail between his legs and he ran away. Think about this. She had come up with a plot to kill him. And she had promised that she was going to kill him in, in less than 24 hours. So Elijah ran. But there's one thing that stuck out of my mind. Keith, I got to tell you, Britain, I got to tell you this. There's one thing that stuck out of my mind that happened in this text, that did not happen in this text. Yeah. Elijah took out and started running, and God did not chastise him. Oh, <laughs> Man, you missed that. You missed that. <laughs> Elijah ran for his life, but not one time did God stop him. Are y'all hearing me? God could have easily stopped him in the middle of his track and said, what are you running for? Why are you running? Why are you uh, 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 down? Why are you on to throw in the towel? But God never stopped him. And the reason why God never told him to stop running for his life is because God was about to show him a side of himself that he had never seen before. Amen. There are many things that Elijah witnessed in his ministry, but man, God was about to prove himself in another mighty way. And can I tell you something, what's happening in this particular season? God is about to show himself to you in a way that you've never seen him before. Can I tell you what God just said? He's about to reintroduce himself. You thought you knew God one way. You, 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 thought, you thought you knew him. You, you, thought, you thought you knew exactly who he was. But can I tell you what God's about to do? God is about to blow your mind all over again. And I believe that there are five people on this line today who can go ahead and type that in and say, God is about to blow my mind again. You think you've been blessed right now? You just wait until you, you get through this season. God Amen. says, man, if you're able to get through this season, if you're able to get through without losing your mind, if you're able to get through without losing your faith, he says he's about to take your blessings to another level. Amen. And there are people on this line who don't mind testifying that God can do it. He can blow your mind. Type that in there. He's about to reintroduce himself. He's about to reintroduce himself. And you're going to see God in a way that you've never seen him before. Yeah. Listen at this, man. A, a, a year ago, I thought I knew God. I thought I had faith in God. I thought I had seen everything that God could possibly do. And then I found myself in the deepest valley of my life. I found myself in a deep valley of my life where I was like, I was like this, this, I was like Elijah. Where I was running for my life. And I, I honestly didn't care if I woke up the next morning because of the pain I felt about what I was going through. But man, when God began to speak to me, he says, no, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Put your trust in me. And when I told, when I told God, God, have your way, when I just let it go, when I just let it go, when I let my baby girl go and I said, Lord, have your way. See, that was when God turned us completely around. Amen. The doctors couldn't give me a promise. But when I told God to have his way, he gave me a promise. And in spite of everything that they said about stage four cancer, can I tell you what God did? God did something so miraculous. He healed that girl in such a way that he reintroduced himself to me. It's because I never known God to do something like this. 
God's about to do something for you personally. I know, I know, listen, I know. You've seen him do stuff in the life of your neighbor. You've seen him do stuff in the life of your parents. You've seen him do stuff in the life of, of, of people down the street from you. But can I tell you something? God is about to do something amazing in your life. He's about to do something amazing in your life. He's about to reintroduce himself. And to Elijah, here it is, here it is. And to Elijah, here it is. God, he already knew God as a protector. But now he's about to witness God as a, uh, as a provider. After he runs away, ready to give up, he falls asleep under a juniper tree. And where an angel begins to minister to him, he was so depressed that he wasn't eating. He was, he was ready to give up. He was like, what is the purpose of my life? He was ready to give up. But God sends an angel to minister to him as he slept under the juniper tree. And you remember the story. I'm not going to go through all of that because I got something bigger I want to share with you. But the angel wakes him up, wakes him up out of his sleep and, and, and breakfast for him, <laughs> tells him to get up and eat and drink. And he, he does that. But something strange begins to happen in 1 Kings chapter number 17. Here it is. Between verses uh, number 2 and 4, God tells Elijah in, in verses two and four, two, two through four, he says, run and hide by the brook of Cherith. Y'all missed it? Missed it? You missed it? Run and hide by the brook of Cherith. And there I'm going to command the ravens to feed you. Are you hearing this? Listen at this. All right. He didn't say run back to Jezebel and go fight. God says, run and hide. Man, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you something? God is a refuge. Man, there are times where God knows when there's no more fight left in us. He knows how much we can bear. And can I tell you this? God will, God will put anything on you that you cannot bear. You, if, if you got it, he knows you can have it. Yeah. And Amen. I'm speaking to somebody's life right now. I don't care what you got right now. If you got it. You can handle it. And I just need you to type in real quickly. I was built for this. I know, Amen. I know, I know, man. I know you're catching hell right now. I know you're going through something that nobody even knows you're going through. But can I go ahead and bless you right now? God told me to tell you, if you got it, you can handle it. I know because he will never put nothing on you that you can bear. Some of you are stronger than you ever thought you were. And you're about to find out in this particular season how strong you are. Come on, come on, come on. Write it down. Write it down on that screen. Say, I'm able to handle it. If I got it, I'm able to handle it. And here's what God does. God gives him refuge at the brook of Cherith. Give me 10 minutes and I'm done. He gives him refuge at the brook of Cherith. And the Bible says, ravens fed him. In the morning, ravens, birds fed him in the evening. God sends him to a place where he, he all of his needs are met. All of his needs are met. He knew God as a protector, but now he's seeing God as a provider. But then the Bible says the brook dried up. And when the brook dried up, God sends him to a place called Zarephath. But not only does he send him to a place called Zarephath, he sends him to a widow's house in Zarephath. It's in 1 Kings, uh, verses, uh, seven, chapter number 17, verses number 7 through 24. And it tells a story about this woman who took care of Elijah. But here's the deal. Watch this, Keith. Watch this, Brittany. He runs from a woman who has everything she needs to kill him. Mm -hmm. But God tells him to run to a woman who has nothing to take care of him. My, God. My Lord. You just missed your place to shop. Let me say it again. 
He, he runs from a woman who has everything she needs as queen to kill him. And God sends him to a widow who has nothing but a little bit. Matter of fact, her and her son had made plans to eat a meal and die. What, what in the world? What is, are you serious, God? How in the world can you send me somewhere where this lady don't even have enough to take care of herself? How is that? How is it? It makes no sense, but it does make sense. It does make sense. Let me, let me give you these three points and I'm done. See, I often tell people that God blesses us based on our capacity to handle it. Meaning that you don't, if you don't have it because God knows you can't handle it. You try to, you, you, want, a, you want a six figure paying job and you can't handle a $30,000 paying job. You miss your place to shop. Mm. You, 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 want, you want to drive a Mercedes or a BMW, but you can't even take care of your Buick. See, see, help God us, help us. bless us with something extra when we can't handle what we already got. As a matter of fact, three of y'all need to tell God thank you right now because sometimes we're completely unappreciative of the little things in our lives. Yeah. And, and God says some of you are simply just one thank you away, just one appreciative moment away from them blessing your life Amen. in a mighty way. I need, I need everybody. Line. I don't know. I can't see now, but I need everybody on this line right now to say, God, I thank you for whatever it is. Thank if you, you live Lord. in a big house, tell him thank you. If you live in a small house, tell him thank you. If, you, if, you drive, if you're driving a foreign vehicle, tell him thank you. Thank if you you're Lord. driving a hooter off the, off, the, off the lot, tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Whether you're in full health or whether you have little health, tell him thank you. Whether you got a lot of money in the bank or whether you have no money in the bank, I dare you right now to just tell God, thank you for what you have. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you see. You got see, see. You got to understand. God does not bless us. God does not bless us because a lot of us have a proven we have the capacity to handle it. God ain't gonna put. I did not just share with you that God will never put no more on you than, than he can than you can bear. What that means is that he won't put no more uh, trials on you than you can bear. But he also won't put any more blessings on you can bear either. Teach, Pastor. Why would he place another blessing on your life when what you got is crushing you? Why would he play something else mm. in your life when, when what you're dealing with right now is breaking you down? You're losing your mind over the little job you got right now. <laughs> but, but you want a job with more responsibilities, making more money? What are you talking about? God oh won't God. bless you like that. God blesses us based on our capacity. But here's where I got my breakthrough this morning because it's bigger than that. Because God doesn't just bless us based on our capacity to handle it. He also blesses us based on our compliance. Amen. That's a word we don't like to talk about right there. He, he blesses us based on capacity, yeah. but he also blesses us based on compliance. What does that mean? Simply obedience. Yes. Simply obedience. Can I tell you something, man? God said obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Oh, you, you're not going to shout on that. I, keep, I guarantee you, ain't nobody clicking like right now. Nobody's clicking love right now. Because we love, we love talking about the hand of God, but what we don't like talking about is the heart of God. We Amen. want what's in God's hand, but we don't want we don't want what's in God's heart. And God said it's time for us to be obedient. Listen to him, even when it doesn't make sense. Elijah went to a brook where ravens fed him because God told him to. And now he goes to he goes to the, the, the widow of Zarephath's house. But there's nothing there. Makes no sense at all. And here's what God says. You've got to learn how to trust him even when it doesn't make sense. Amen. you got to trust him even when it doesn't make sense. Man, you got to go where he tells you to go even when it makes no sense. 
Even when it seems like there's nothing there to sustain you, you got to do exactly what God tells you to do. But where I'm from, there's an old country song. We used to sing down the dirt road, I'll go if I have to go by myself. Yeah. At the end, we'd say, send me, I'll go. But the truth of the matter is, we don't mind saying that as long as it's somewhere we want to go. <laughs> we don't mind saying mm. that as long as it's... <laughs> We don't mind saying that as long as it's somewhere where we can see uh, uh, the benefits of going there. But man, who on this line can honestly testify that you've done what God said do even when it didn't make sense and you saw the breakthrough? Amen. The blessing. So God blesses us based on our compliance and Elijah was compliant. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Elijah was obedient to God even when it made no sense. But here's the third thing I want to show you. A lot of times we don't have the compliance we need is because we don't have the confidence that we need. And when I say confidence, I'm talking about confidence in God. God told Elijah to go to Zarephath. Why go there? There's nothing there. Then, then, then you tell him to go to the widow's house. There's nothing at the widow's house for me. But Elijah walked in confidence because God had already proven himself to him before. Amen. He misses your place to shout. Here's what Elijah must have rationalized in his mind when he packed up his little bag and moved from the dried up brook to the widow to, to the widow's house. He must have been saying to himself, if God did it at Mount Carmel, he could do it again. If God did it for me under a juniper tree, he can do it again. If he did it for me by the, by the brook of Cherith, he can do it again. And here's what I want to tell you. God, the same God. Man, I wish I, I, wish I, I, wish I could see your faces right mm. now. And I wish you were like standing right now. Matter of fact, if you can't stand, I want you to stand because y'all know what I love to do. See, God can turn things around. Yeah. He can completely turn it around. And God can do whatever he did before again. You Amen. Go job and you losing your mind. Didn't he bless you with the first one? Yeah. Amen. Y'all missing that here. Where are, the, where are the people on this line who can testify that God is able to do it again? Don't you think for a minute that just because one brook dries up that he can't send you to another one? Yeah. Amen. Don't you think just because one resource dries up that, that, that he can't bless you with another one? See, some of you are so focused on the resource yeah. that you forget who the source is. My God. Preach, Pastor. Keep on. They said amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hope you said amen. You see, you're so focused on the you so focused on the resource yeah. that you forget about the source. Yeah. There's nothing in my life that I hold on to so tightly that I don't believe that if I lost it, God can't bless me with enough. Amen. There are people on this line, man, who who've had cars repossessed and yeah. you still got your job yeah. because God bless you with another one. There are people in here who've had on this line who've had houses to burn down. Or, had, or lost them in foreclosure, but you still have your joy because God bless you with another one. Amen. There are people on this line who have lost their health, but they, but, 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 but God blessed them with, with new health. Let me share something with you. If God did it one time, He can do it again. If He did it before, He can do it again. See, we got to let our obedience be based on the confidence in knowing that God is able to do all things. Amen. So shout, he always makes a way. He, he always, always makes a he way. He always makes a way. But here, here's the deal. Here's where I conclude. Because, see, we don't, we don't, we don't have a lot of things in our life because of, we, we, we lack capacity. We don't have a lot of things in our life also because we lack compliance. Mm. And, and we don't have compliance because we lack confidence. And the reason, man, I'm going to shout right here. The reason why we don't have confidence is because a lot of us haven't waited around long enough to see any conclusions. Mm. <laughs> Say so, Pastor. <laughs> Say so. <laughs> you just miss your place to shout. See, that's the problem.
come. That's the, see, see, we haven't waited around long enough for any conclusions. Yeah. See, some of you have thrown in the towel entirely too quickly. Yeah. Some of you have given up on God before he ever finished what he was trying to do. Do me a favor. Somebody just say, I'm going I'm to I'm see it to the end. Come on, do that for me. Come on, type that in. Say, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand until the end. Storm may rise. Wind may blow, but I'm going to hold on to the hand of God. You got to learn how to wait to the conclusion. Yeah. Amen. Can, can, I, can, I tell you what, can, can I tell you what type of person I am? And I'm, I'm wrapping up. Seven minutes and I'm done. People at my church know when I say seven minutes I'm done, I really mean seven minutes I'm done. <laughs> Let me tell you what type of person I am. And this gonna be, this gonna, you're going to think it's real crazy. I'm the type of person, this is what I do. And, and this is totally weird. I know it's weird. It's going to sound crazy to many of you. But, but, but there are some of you who may do this. I'm the type of person, look at me, I'm the type of person that eats my dessert first. <laughs> like before I get the main course meal, like I literally eat my dessert before I eat everything else. I know that's bad. That, that, that goes against everything your mom and daddy taught you when you were growing up. I'm also the type of person like this. <laughs> I know I'm crazy. I also like to skip to the end of the book to find out the end before I actually read it. I know that's crazy. I know. Some of y'all like suspense. I don't, I like to cut to the chase, man. I go to the back of the book, figure out what the end is. I get excited about the end. And then when I read the, when I read the book, because I know the end, I feel better about it. Here's the deal. I also feel that way about trials too. Because I know the end before I ever go through any of them. Amen. <laughs> See, I know, I know, I know, y'all don't get that. But see, I, I know the end. God knows the end, too. And what I'm trying to tell you is, if you can just hang on to the conclusion, can I tell you, because I'm a weird person like I am, because I always look at the end before I, before I look at the middle or the beginning, can I go ahead and prophesy to you today? God told me to tell you that your, that your latter is going to be better than your previous. God Amen. told me to tell you that what is to come is better than what's been. God says there are blessings at the end of your story. If you can hang on to the twist of the plot. Amen. Get through the, get through the beginning. Yeah. Get through the middle. Hang on to the end. And you're going to be glad you did. Yeah. You got to start finding some conclusions. Here's where I want to leave you today. Isaiah 40 and 28. No matter what you do today, no matter what you do today, I know there's a lot of things going on. And there, there are people peddling conspiracy theories about this virus. Uh, there, there, there are people, even among church leaders, who are arguing about whether to have church or not have church. I'm not into all that kind of stuff. I'm simply doing what God told me to do. I'm being obedient to what God told me to uh, do. I prayed about it. I've sought uh, counsel about it. I know that I'm doing the right thing for my church and my people, but no matter what your decisions are, yeah. here's what you always better know, yeah. that God always makes a way. Yeah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. God always makes a way. Thank you, Lord. God always, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. God always makes a way. And there are people who are listening to me right now, man. I, I see it in the spirit, man. There, there, there are people with tears coming down their faces right now because you know God has made a way for you. You know that God has provided for you. You yes, know that God, God has taken care of you. You know that there were people who threw you away like a dirty rag. There are people who put you down and, 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 and buried you while you were still alive. But did God make a way out of no way for you? That's the type of God we serve. There are people on this line who can testify, man, I, I, I faced giants in my life. I faced giants in my life. I, I faced mountains in my life. I faced valleys in my life. 
but God has always made a way. And for those of you who may be lacking confidence, you better hear this scripture. Isaiah 40 and 28. Can I read it to you one more time? Has thou not known? Has thou not heard that the everlasting God, who he's everlasting. Man, a whole lot of things will fade away in your life. A whole lot of things will fade away in your life. But God is the same today, yesterday, yeah. and forevermore. Yeah. The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youth shall huh, fall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But verse 31 says, but they that wait on the Lord. Yes. Thank you, God. They that wait on the Lord, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this room. Yeah. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost stretched out into the airwaves. I don't know who you are. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but just let this minister to you. Come on, just 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 type this in on the page. Just say, God, I'm I, I'm going to wait on you. Thank Others you, of you need to say, God, I still trust you. Thank you, God. Glory be to God. Come on, come on, do that. Come on, do that. Come on, do that. I'm going to pray in a moment. I'm going to pray in a moment. But come on, say that. Say that. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. God, I trust you. I'm going to you. He says, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. That is so powerful. Yes, God. Because an eagle, it, that's the most majestic bird alive. Yes. But the reason why he said he's going to mount up with wings as eagles is because an eagle have a wingspan of about seven feet. And I'm talking about they, they, their, their wings are so powerful, oh God, that they can, listen, they can fly over a stone. But not only can an eagle fly over a stone, who God, he can fly through a stone. Amen. He missed a good place to say amen. And not only can he fly through a stone, when he gets, a, when he gets too tired because of his large wingspan, he can just stretch out his wing and just float the way he's trying to go. Here's what God told me to tell you today. Trust him like you've never trusted him before. Yeah. In this particular season, trust him like you never trusted him before. I want to pray for you. 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 Come closer to me. I want to pray for you. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I don't know who you are. I don't know exactly what you're going through. And I know I know this, this whole thing that's going on around the world and in our country, and even in our community, it's causing some of us to lose our mind. I, I get it. I get it. Humanistically, we fear sometimes. But God told me to tell you, he always makes a way. And if he made a way for you before, he'll do it again for you. Yes. God, I thank you right now. Thank you, God. I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of your people. And I thank you that even when the enemy sends things upon us, God, to crush us, God, you send your power, God, to help build us back up. And God, I pray now in the name of Jesus, God, that our faith grows, God. I know you said all it takes is, is faith the size of a mustard seed, God, and we can move mountains, God. But I pray now in the name of Jesus, God, that you show us the power of faith. Show us the, show us, show us the power, God, of complete confidence in you. God, we know you. We know you personally as a miracle worker. We know you personally as a way maker. We know you personally, God, as, as someone who will never fail us. And God, in spite of everything that's going on in the world today, God, we tell you now, in the name of Jesus, we trust you, God. Yes. 
Because you've always taken care of us. And God, if you, if you took care of us before, you're going to take care of us again. And God, I pray for families. God, I pray for families. God, I pray for healing in, in relationships. God, I pray for healing in bodies. God, I pray for healings in mind. God, you are a mind regulator. And in this particular time, God, when, when, when Satan is putting so many things in the airways, God, to confuse us, God, I pray that you are a mind regulator. Yes, Lord. And God, I pray for everybody on this line, God, and I pray for everyone they are connected to. God, I speak blessings upon their life. I speak the favor of God upon their life, God. And I speak no lack, no loss of anything, God. No lack of anything, God. Even as we go through this difficult time, we trust you, God, like never before. We love you like never before, God. And we're going we're gonna to tell Satan today, God, that we know you're able. Oh, you are the able God. God, you are so able. God, you are an able God. And God, we know there are some things that you choose to do. There are other things that you choose not to do. And here's what we're telling you today, God. We're telling you to have your way. And God, what we mean by that is that we, we, if you do it, we're going to praise you. If you don't do it, we're still going to praise you. Yes, Because Lord. we know you're able to do it. Yes, God. God, we thank you now, God, for what you've said, for what you've done in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Let every heart say amen. 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 Come on, type amen. Help us seal that in. Help us seal that in. Amen. Guys, I, back. I pray that you've been blessed by the word. I pray that you've been blessed by something that you've heard. I pray that you've been blessed by this broadcast and will continue to share the word of God today.